Hi, it's John Paul, the Car Doctor. Welcome to another bonus episode of the Car Doctor podcast and interview series. Hi, my name's John Paul. I'm AAA's Car Doctor and the president of the New England Motor Press Association. And I think about 50 years ago, the Honda Civic came out. And back then it was a pretty basic car, two-door, a little two-door car. Uh, as I remember, kind of wind-up windows, pretty basic in- interior. And that has all changed for the 2022 model year. And with us is Chris Martin, the technology, regulatory, and legal communications manager. Chris, am I even close with that? It's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, close approximation. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, but and and is it is it in fact true that um, the Civic is about fifty years old? Yeah, so uh, 1973 was really the, the beginning, and uh, you know since then the Civic has evolved, as you noted, from a a, a very small, simple, uh, basic form of transportation with really high quality into uh, something that is uh, you know about the size of an Accord, you know maybe eight ten years ago. So it's uh, it's grown in size um it's also grown in the number of variants that have been offered over the years you know we've had a variety of different styles hatchbacks um you know two doors four doors all of those sorts of things for the 2022 model year um we have two primary configurations which is a sedan and a five-door hatch and uh those are the two that we have shown off so far to some extent there's more to come because Civic carries a lot of water for Honda um, around the world as, as one of our best-selling vehicles. There's also going to be an SI performance version of the Civic coming. And then really at the very top of the, the pyramid is the uh, Type R, which uh, the Civic Type R is really uh, a world-class performance sports car. And that uh, that vehicle is is uh, has been very popular in the prior generation and we anticipate uh you know breaking breaking new ground with it again but a little too early to talk about that one yeah yeah it, it was interesting while i had the civic there was a young guy probably probably easily half my age and he was driving a type r the last generation type r and he came kind of over and said hey can i take is that the new civic can i take a look at it and i'm like yeah, if I could take a look at your Type R over there, you know. So <laughs> it is it is interesting how uh, kind of generationally the the cars kind of uh, trade back and forth with what people really like and and enjoy about them. One of the things I was really interested in is the safety technology that's in the latest Civic. Can you give us an idea what's what's going on with that? Sure. You know, Honda's had a, a really long history of looking at safety. You know, if, if you consider our beginnings in automobiles, we really started with small cars. And it was a big concern internally at Honda. How do you, you know, put a small car on the American roads with all of these large vehicles and, uh, you know, and, and make them safe to drive? So a big area of research for Honda has been compatibility. So we really led the development of compatible body structures between small cars and big cars. So we have this body structure called ACE that's been around and it's been evolving, getting better as, as technology has want to do over the years. And the current Civic was developed um, in Japan or the 2022 Civic was developed in Japan at a facility that has uh, really, at the time it, when it was opened was world first uh, multi-directional crash facility. And the idea is that 
you can crash vehicles of different sizes um, at multiple different angles into each other and see how they perform, you know, and then figure out if you're getting, uh, you know, injuries in those various crash modes. So Honda really has innovated in that area um, to make small cars, uh, you know, compatible and, and safer against larger vehicles. And contrary side of it, we also now make large vehicles, so we want to make them safe um, with the smaller vehicles. So, you know, there's a certain social responsibility involved with driving a larger vehicle. And we want to make sure that our customers um, know that, you know, that we're doing what we can to try to minimize uh, the impact when, when they do have an unfortunate collision with another vehicle. Civic-wise, the current Civic, you know, one of the first things I'd like to talk about with safety is avoiding a crash. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's the key thing that we're really focusing on in the future is adding technology to the vehicle to really prevent crashes altogether. Um, you know, we, we build a lot into the car if you do get into a crash, but the first line of defense really is, is the driver at this point, is what can they see? Um, you know, and we've done a lot to improve the visibility with the 2022 Civic. We've pulled the A-pillars back um, to improve sight lines out the sides. Um, you know, there's, there's places where maybe you can't see a pedestrian about to step off the curb in some cars because the A-pillars are wide or the angle of them is such. So we've pulled those back. We've flattened out the dash. Um, we've recessed the windshield wipers down. Uh, we've done other little things like pull the mirrors off of the A-pillars, put them on the doors down lower the side mirrors so that you can get a, a much more unobstructed view um, toward toward the front of the car and to the sides. And, you know, you'd be surprised, sit in the prior generation Civic and then sit in this one back to back and you go, wow, you really feel like you're more in the environment. You feel like you're, you're more outside. A much more airy open cabin is a nice feeling in the cabin, but the side effect for safety is you, you get a better vi visibility and a better view towards things. Um, that's sort of step one is the driver seeing things and being able to react to them. But as a backup, we also have, um, a <clears throat> sorry, advanced driver assistive systems. You know, one of them that has, has really, I think, prevented a lot of crashes um, since it was introduced is automatic emergency braking. Hans's version of that is called collision mitigation braking system. But essentially it's a system that looks out towards the front of the car and if it determines that you're about to get into a crash, it will do its best to either stop you or slow you down enough uh, to reduce the damage that you're going to do. So that's a system that's present on a lot of modern cars. Um, we have made it standard on Civic for the past couple of generations. Um, and we are we're basically, as of the end of this year, I think we're going to have it standard on nearly everything in the Honda lineup, um, is the Honda Sensing System. That includes the AEB, the um, includes an adaptive cruise control system to be able to control, um, you know, how far away from the car in front of you you want to go when you're on a, on a road trip. It, uh, it actually is capable now of doing something called traffic jam assist, where it can assist with the steering inputs and assist with starting and stopping the vehicle all the way down to a stop. So not quite automated yet. Uh, we're, we're not at that level. The driver still needs to maintain control, but it helps reduce fatigue um, in, a, in, a, in a driving situation. You know, a tired driver is not really the safest driver. So if you're on road trips or, or in a traffic jam, anything that kind of makes that easier, um, I think, keeps, keeps you a little bit safer. Yeah, I, I always thought about these systems as 
sort of a team approach where the driver is still the quarterback, if you will, and the car is the rest of the team. And uh, even as these features advance and get better and better, it's still no substitute for a fully engaged driver. So the idea of all of this working together and working to help the driver in those times where maybe they're not quite as sharp as they could be makes a, makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And, a, a, you know, a big improvement for, you know, from 21 to 2021 to 2022, the new civic is we've improved the angle that the front facing camera can view. And we've added a really a faster processor. So a lot of this is computer driven, obviously, um, but how well the computer does at recognizing uh, potential crashes, things like pedestrians, bicycles, all of those sorts of things. Often that it, it really comes down to how fast the computer is and how good is it at, at recognizing those potential things. So we've improved the computer system. Uh, we've widened the angle um, that the camera can view um, in an attempt to, to really you know, uh, better detect all the potential crash scenarios, including, as I mentioned, pedestrians, cyclists, things like that. Because Honda's goal is to uh, not just keep the people in the car safe, but keep the people in the environment safe from the car. Um, so, you know, if the system detects a potential crash involving a pedestrian or a bicyclist, we want the car to be able to warn the driver um, and if necessary, apply the brakes to try to, you know, to mitigate that crash as much as possible. And as we kind of progress through this, there is going to be the time with all the technology and all the driver skill together. It still didn't, it still wasn't enough. And you do get into a crash. Um, how are the new airbag systems designed uh, to try to help mitigate any of those uh, injuries that could happen in a crash? Yeah, so so this new Civic has ten airbags in it, um, which is which is amazing, you know, for for a car that really is, you know, uh, basically at our entry level um, for the brand to have ten airbags standard in that car. I, I I'm I'm pretty proud of that, that accomplishment. Um, but two of those airbags are very notable. Um, the two frontal airbags, which really do, you know, most of the work in, in a lot of crashes because frontal collisions are still the ones that, that tend to have, you know, really the most serious injuries involved because there's a lot of crash energy. Um, the two front airbags are now designed with uh, innovative designs to reduce uh, crash, really brain injuries. You know, if you get into a crash and you're straight on vehicle to vehicle, you're going to go forward into the airbag. But as we know, in the real world, there are a lot of different ways that cars crash. They don't all always go perfectly straight into a barrier or into another car. Often there are angles involved. So if a car comes into a collision at an angle, often your head is going to twist one way or the other, and you may miss that airbag. You may miss the sweet spot. You know, Imagine like a catcher's mitt. You want the baseball to go right in the middle of yeah. it. If it goes off to the side, often it's going to pop out of the glove. Um, these airbag systems are designed to better handle those angles. So if you come into the airbag system at an angle, it's going to do a better job of directing you towards the center and reducing that likelihood of your head twisting. There are a lot of, you know, serious neck injuries and serious brain injuries that occur in those angled crashes, um, that really haven't been properly addressed in the past because frankly, we didn't have data, um, until fairly recent history, um, on that type of brain injury. But once that data became available, 
and some modeling was done to determine what was causing it, um, that freed us up to begin developing this new generation of airbags. And really the first one of these airbags was in the Acura TLX, uh, which launched last year. And that was on the passenger side only uh, to account for this. But what the Civic has done now is this is the first vehicle to have both driver and passenger airbags um, that can account for that type of, of crash. And it really just, you know, it does a better job at straight on frontal collisions and it does a much better job at all of the, the potential angles that you might encounter in a frontal crash. Yeah, it, it is um, so true about a crash. I mean, everybody thinks a crash is a crash, but it's the car hits something, you hit the inside of the car and your internal organs hit the inside of you. And if you right. can slow that down and keep yourself properly positioned, like you said, in sort of the sweet spot of the airbag, that's going to protect your brain and, and minimize any potential injuries. So, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And then two, two other um, things we've added standard knee airbags to the civic. And then we've also added standard rear side airbags, you know, side airbags have been around for a long time on the front seats um, of cars, uh, but not, you know, outside of, you know, high end luxury cars, you really haven't seen them in the back seats. Um, so now, you know, if you have rear seat passengers, you can you can rest a little bit easier that they also have a similar level of protection to what you would get sitting in the front seat. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. Um, before we let you go, we talked all about sort of the serious parts of the, the Honda Civic, uh, but still clean. Uh, the the interior is uh, very contemporary looking. All the features that you'd come to expect in today's cars, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Um, again, it's it's a car that is um, went from 50 years ago, a very basic transportation to features that wasn't that long ago, you, you only saw in a luxury car. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's tracking with customer expectations. You know, our, our customers have a much higher level of expectation um, for a, a compact car that, than they've had in the past. And, you know, the Civic has, has been the benchmark for many years within compact cars, you know, entry-level compact cars. And, uh, you know, we have to keep, uh, keep up with our customers' expectations. And, uh, and, and really, it's a competitive environment. There are, there are several good cars remaining in the segment. And we want to keep Honda in leadership position. Um, and I think we've done it with this new Civic. There, there's a lot going on there. As you noted, the interior design, I think, is one of the key uh, differentiators between the Civic and, and other vehicles in the segment. Uh, not that their interiors are bad, but this was really done very thoughtfully um, with a little bit of retro styling, I would argue, mm. in there. If, if you look at some of our, of our vehicles back from the 70s, you might see some design cues in there. But as you noted, in, in a really contemporary way. One of the key things on the upper trims also is that the center um, uh, instrument panel is now all digital, um, which allows you to do a lot of customizing as to what you can see and, and how it appears uh, behind the steering wheel. As you're looking, you know, traditionally you're looking at a speedometer and a tachometer, but there's a lot of other information now that can be displayed there in a place that uh, allows you to not take your eyes so much off of the wheel. So um, it's, it's really, you know, very advanced, but in a, a classic looking package, I would argue for the interior. Yeah, no, it really is. 
Well, Chris, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining us on this car conversation. And if people want to learn more about the Civic, including including is it for sale yet? I guess the 2022 Civic is it is it the, actually the in sedan, the dealers the now? The sedan is on sale. Um, we've we've revealed the hatch, you know what it looks like, uh, but the the hatch is not yet on sale. And then upcoming, uh, we haven't yet uh, talked too much about Civic SI or Type right. R. So stay tuned for more news on those. Stay tuned for that. And if people want more information, uh, Honda's website is? Um, Honda's website is autoandbills.honda.com, or you could just go to honda.com, and then you'd see all the stuff we make, including jets and motorcycles and all that cool stuff. All right. Hey, Chris, thanks again for taking some time. Yes, you're welcome. Enjoyed it.